we just kind of continue to worship for a minute. I just, you know, I was, I was struck by a phrase. I don't know if it was this week or the week before, but it's just kind of been ringing around in my, in my spirit. It's just kind of been like, it's just kind of been sitting there with me. And, and I wish like, I wish when I heard this phrase that it was just like, you know, fireworks of amen going off. But you know, when you hear something and it just kind of confronts something and it's kind of jarring. Um, it's a very simple phrase, but it jarred me. And uh, I've been sitting in the jarring of it. And that's, the, you know, it, it may not you, this might just, you know, water off a duck's back. But uh, the phrase is, the, is a very simple phrase. And it was just, it's just this, it was the spirit of God is the treasure. It's a very simple phrase. The spirit of God is the treasure. And uh, you know, when I first heard it, it just felt like a gift. It felt like a gift that was coming, that was helping set something free for me. And I guess it, what it raised for me is this question of, well, well, if that's confronting, what is the treasure I've set my heart on? You know, and I thought, well, let's just take a minute this morning. I'll read, I'll read two verses. And I'm just going to give us a minute just to think about it just for a minute. Like not in like this heavy convicting way, but maybe just in this revealing way, you know, that goes, well, what is the treasure I've set my heart on? How have I defined that in my own life? And, you know, I think for me, as I've reflected on it, 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 it wasn't just super obvious. It was just clear when I heard this phrase that it, it felt like it had a ministry to it. And if it has a ministry to it, I need to receive something in it. And I feel like this phrase of the spirit of God is a treasure, has a gift and a ministry on it this morning. I'm just going to read these two verses and then we'll come back and have a bit of a broader chat. But in Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 to 21, Jesus said, do not store up for yourselves material treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust can destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart, your wishes, your desires, that which your life centers on will be also. And later in Matthew in chapter 13, verse 44, Jesus was giving some pictures of what the kingdom of God was like. And he said, the kingdom of heaven is like a very precious treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid again. Then in his joy, he goes and sells all he has and buys that field, securing the treasure for himself. You know, after I was confronted by this phrase, I thought of that verse, you know, because I've heard that verse a hundred times and it conjures up a sense for me of what that treasure is. What would I sell everything to take hold of? And for me, this phrase is realigning that idea with a permission and so let's just take a minute just as we worship just in our own sense just to take permission just to to sink into this idea of what how our heart has defined its own treasure without guilt without shame but just just allowing ourselves to go well in my life 
what what have I said or defined treasure to be? Because it'd be different for all of us, and for some, this past this this phrase might be the very thing. But in the agitation of the idea that the Spirit of God is the treasure, let's just take a minute to connect with Jesus and go, what is the treasure I've set my heart upon? Help me see. Help, help calibrate me this morning. So we'll worship. We'll take a minute. Let's reflect on that. We'll come back and have a chat.
What is it that you treasure? What is it that you are hoping for in this life? What are you fighting for? Just ask him again. bad Chris it's, it's on me not on you what I started to see in this is you know like I would I would say that I've set my life upon God you know like I you know we've we've done some things we've given up some comforts Leela and I on our journey you know did the proved our Christian worthiness by doing Africa and you know right didn't we I got that badge on my sash, you know, which is some things, you know, so surely, surely, surely. But anyways, I started to see that, that, you know, for me, the treasure was a purpose leading to an enjoyable life. You know, it's sort of the combination of those two, that I wanted a sense of purpose and I wanted an enjoyable life. And part of how I saw that coming to be, I guess, was seeing God served you know, and actually the recalibration, you know, for me in this idea is like, no, 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 no. Like is, it, an enjoyable life isn't the purpose. It's not the treasure. 
the treasure is that that the presence of God is with me. The Spirit is here, and I was like, oh, I, you know, I was thinking about it because I just I just did um, the hedge in my my backyard yesterday, as I said when we opened, and uh, you know, I was thinking like that's a picture of pursuing an enjoyable life. I want a beautiful backyard that I look out on and go, wow. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know, a lush green hedge that'll be beautiful. I want to enjoy this space. Like I really am battling for an enjoyable space. I think both Leela and I are. And it's like, you know, that's not a bad thing. But if if I saw the true treasure as the spirit, you know, what would that change in my priorities? Or what would it change in the way that I attack my backyard this week? Or how would it change my week? Anyway, we'll, we'll get to some of those things. But what, what, what did you guys come up with anything? Did you, got any, anybody want to share the thing they came to? It's okay if not, but. Anybody identify something? It's a big question. It might take a little bit of time, more than, you know, a little five-minute worship blip, which is okay, too. But anybody got something sitting surface? Yeah, go. Take that one. Ooh. Um, yeah, so I when you said that, Brad, I feel like um, when you said that, the real treasure is the spirit of God. That paraphrased kind of my thought patterns from this week. Yeah. And um, I was just driving, I think it was middle of the week, I was just driving and I just, I just kind of, it just kind of sank in that we have something really special. And I think, mm. you know, as you know, I've grown up in a Christian household. I've, I've kind of had that, but I have really realized more of what it's about recently and I feel like God has been speaking to me in new ways and um, I just feel like it's kind of a whole it's sort of a refreshing perspective that's come about and I feel like God's um, just showing me what I'm here for and that's really exciting and I just wow. yeah I just wanted to share I just had this kind of realization in the car I just went whoa like we have what we have here, what what I have in God is just better than gold. I feel like that is the wealth. And yeah, I just, it was just kind of what you said. I just had that realization and it just sank in differently this time. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, should just, I should have just messaged you, had you come and speak. <laughs> Maybe you take over. <laughs> wow, that's really cool. Yeah, that's cool. It's really exciting. It's real. Mm. And everyone should have it. Hmm. Mm. I want for everybody to have it. I think, you know, as, as mm. what I sort of what I was sharing with you last week, um, I just feel like there's such a need at the moment. Everybody's seeking for something, and mm. I just think how lucky are we that we found it, you know? And we're still learning about it and finding it, and mm. yeah, it's really, really cool. Something to share. It's mm. mm. a great phrase. Like, what? That's a great testimony. Like, how lucky are we to have found? him yeah that's cool i like that yeah anybody else jeepers that's a that's a good answer that's a tough that's jeepers yeah i was gonna i'm, I'm gonna compare gonna myself say, I'll, I'll insert because i feel like man she's ready to preach uh i felt like um you know i felt a sense of conviction in in that idea i mean the what what is it that you know what is it that i'm pursuing what is it that um 
you know, what's what's my reward or what do I see as like the reward or whatever and I don't know, we've had a fair few conversations so it's muddied up in all that and so I just said to the Lord like, you know, like you know, that let out the sails of my heart for me this morning was important as a precursor to leaving room for him to really reveal me to me and I just really felt like that was important Mm -hmm. for us this morning that we would have a place to to be soft and open to him and I just really felt like he um uh, challenged me with a thought of um pursuit of um I think pursuit of I'm not I'm uh the 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 strong thought was just a pursuit of being uh being liked (laughs) or being appreciated or uh, that every everyone would say of you, you know, and I feel like uh, I think I seek that reward, like I think that's like, if I was you know being honest about what I'm looking for, it would be to pursue that that people would say of me, mm. um, good one, I guess, and I guess I feel that. I feel the mix of immaturity in that and challenge in that to um, yeah to recognize that that maybe takes the place of like what he yeah yeah and I also know the emptiness of the pursuit of that so so I become really I become somewhat aware also of the yeah anyway that's for me. Um, Yeah, I would say I feel really um, challenged with this question just at the moment. Um, Just that, yeah, my treasure would be just the spirit (coughs) and God and what he's doing and what he's about. I feel like we um, let go of the, the beautiful house and, you know... Yeah, we live squalor next to Curtis. Yeah, right. I was gonna, I was getting there. I'm like, Ish. but we've still got a beautiful house. But you know, I guess let go of the view and the the area and and um, yeah, chose to follow God in what He would have us go into. Um, and I would definitely say that I've found my treasure in in things like a beautiful house and beautiful furniture. Yet, God, being God, has still blessed us. I did not feel. Uh, lacking. I feel very blessed uh, in, in where we find ourselves in following the things of God. And I think where I find myself now is recognizing that when I had all the things, it didn't bring me joy. It wasn't a treasure. It didn't bring me peace. It was never enough. Mm. And so now um, I find myself, though, still um, needing to be reminded and fighting for that, like yeah. not... Um, needing uh, things to look a certain way or be a certain way to find my peace. Mm. And um, it's been challenging unpacking with a toddler. I've never done that before. But I think it's actually a blessing, really, because it's forcing me to not look to my surroundings and how I'd want things to feel or be for my peace. But, um, yeah, to really be, yeah, pursuing him and um, finding my peace there and... Yeah. And reminding myself, like, oh, yeah, like, we, we followed God into this. So even in <coughs> in setting up, trying to um, ask God um, how he would see this space be used, like, what's the purpose? Like, why are we here? And what are, 
what are we stepping into and how would you see this space looking? Um, because we've yeah. we've come here because not because it was what we were pursuing, but because yeah. God would have us go here. So I feel yeah challenged mm. in um, pursuing that and not um, mm. yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? It's such a you know treasure is such a personalized thing. It's such a preferential thing, you know. Back up a little bit. Yeah, it's it's. Um, you know, for Curtis, it might be people's perspective, or for um, Leela, it might be uh, the things she has in the environment she's in, or the beautiful bits and pieces, or, you know, that'll be different for each of us. Or for me, I'm saying it's an enjoyable life, which I would wrap up in, you know, you know, being somewhere nice with people that I like, doing fun things, and, you know, having this enjoyable life. And um, I don't know, it feels like there's such a it feels like there's such a release in acknowledging that the truest treasure is the Spirit of God, the presence of God with me. But I want to be practical about that because if we leave that just kind of like hanging out there, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like, what is it? What, what, what is it about the Spirit of God that is the greatest treasure? You know, if you stop and think about that, because if I really actually stop and think about it, and I think, like, is God's presence satisfying? Is the life that the Spirit leads me to the best? Like, is it actually? You know, is that just what we sell ourselves so that we do the self-sacrificing thing and be good Christians and go to Africa or whatever the case might be? You know, is it like, is this just the story that we tell or is it the truth of our experience? Can I put my hands on the truth of an experience? You know, and Kate, that's what I hear you saying. It's like, actually, this isn't an idea to me anymore. This is landing as a reality that I have found something worth more than anything else. Yeah, and I mean, really, that's that picture of this passage. It says, the kingdom of heaven is like a very precious treasure hidden in a field, which a man found, hid it again, and then in his joy, he goes out and sells everything he has to buy that field, securing that treasure for himself. You know, when I hear that verse, I think about, I think about the kingdom of God. All right, what do I expect that to be? I put my treasure onto that picture. I see that being a wonderful life lived with God, you know, and I, I view it in my holiday pictures or my beautiful backyard pictures or my wonderful community of perfect people around me who aren't disrupting my life, who are only adding joyful, positive moments or a beautiful marriage that is... Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like these are the pictures that I put onto that, you know, and it, but, but we spoke, I spoke a message a few weeks ago that, you know, talked about the kingdom of God, you know, and, and it said in Luke 17 that now having been asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he replied, the kingdom of God is not coming with signs to be observed or with a visible display, nor will people say, look, here it is, or there it is, for the kingdom of God is among you because of my presence. You know, he said, he said, the kingdom of God is like this, something that is found in a field. But what, we, what he found in the field wasn't a treasure chest. It wasn't something physical. You know, this, is, this is a parable. You know, the kingdom of God was the place of the presence of God produced among the people of God. That's the kingdom. We're not waiting for the city to come. We're not waiting for the political structure to come. We're not waiting for some construct of society to occur. occur. The kingdom of God is 
is among us because the presence of God dwells in our life. And what does that produce? And is it satisfying? I mean, the problem is I, I, I ebb in and out of it. I'm not giving it its chance to fully take root and establish what was intended because I'm ebbing in and out of it. You know, I go, go work in my backyard for a week trying to achieve the enjoyable life that's the treasure that I'm searching for. And I'm like, oh man, where is God in my week? Where's God? I'm so busy. I'm so busy. Got so many things to do. It's like, is this a true treasure? Am I pursuing it? Would I, would, would I sell off everything I had? Would I give up the lifestyle that I desire? Would I give up the friends that I find convenient? Would I give up the, you know, whatever, just that I would have the presence of God? I don't, that's a, it's like, that's what this passage is saying. He went, stashed it away until he could put his hands on it and he had to go let go of everything else he had so that this could be his one thing. I think this is the picture of the invitation. The spirit of God is the treasure. And would I pursue it like it is the only thing? And how would my life look different if I did? I am not going to attain by the beautiful backyard I hope exists one day what I can by just pursuing his presence this morning, this evening, this afternoon, in my day. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 6 to 8, uh, Paul writing to Timothy, this is the letter to the young leader. This is the words of the sage to the, to the young leader. And he says, but God, godliness actually is a source of great gain when accompanied by contentment. I mean, I don't know. I feel like we should, I feel like that should be sold a little more. Like, you know, the life of God being produced in us is of great gain. This is an enormous treasure. He goes on to say, when accompanied by contentment. That contentment which comes from a sense of inner confidence based on the sufficiency of God. For we have brought nothing into the world, so it's clear that we cannot take anything out of it either. But we have food and clothing, and with these we'll be content. You know, it's like, if I've got God, I have the gain. And the rest of it is just what comes in behind that. I, it's the, the passage that this flows on to, he can sort of continues to speak to this. You know, and, and, I, and I don't know why... You know, I think we are still people of this world and we're affected by um, the economies of the space that we find ourselves in. And it's really hard to separate this idea of treasure from money. Wealth, lifestyle, ease, freedom. Like it is really hard to disconnect these two. You know, and, you know, we know in Matthew chapter six, he says, hey, you're going to serve one or the other. You can't serve both. And it's like, oh, this is a hard line to... To, to define, but he, you know, Paul gives Timothy a few more bits and pieces here in chapter six on this. He says, for as for the rich of this present world, which let's include all of us in that. Let's just include ourselves in that. Let's not imagine that to be someone else who has a bigger bank account than me. If you've got a car in your household and you have a place to live and you have furniture in your home, we are the rich in this present age. We are the blessed wealthy ones, so we'll count ourselves in on this. As for the rich of this present world, all of us, instruct them not to be conceited and arrogant, nor to set their hope on the uncertainty of riches, 
Don't set your hope on cash to come, but on God who richly and ceaselessly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Instruct them to do good and be rich in good works, to be generous, willing to share with others in this way, storing up for themselves the enduring riches of a good foundation for the future so that they may take hold of that which is truly life. You know, that which is truly life, truly life. You know, this, this is the gift that we've been given. And in Acts, it's defined this way. And Peter said to them, repent, change your old way of thinking turn from your sinful ways, accept and follow Jesus as the Messiah, and be baptized, each of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, because of the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This is a gift. This is the gift. The gift. You know, we, we use that language around the Holy Spirit so regularly, I think it loses its meaning. Like, it's like this is the treasure that God has offered to us. This is the thing of greatest value. This is the picture of, of what the kingdom of God has been built on. This is what you sell everything to take hold of. This is what we set our lives upon that there is no greater treasure than the presence of God with me, than the Spirit of God upon my life, than this closeness that he's come and brought i mean i i mean i don't know i don't know how we i don't know how we get your experience kate in the car of this landing but it's 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 like oh something needs to take hold of my life that realigns and redeems my perspective to go if i have your presence i have everything and if i'm pursuing life outside of that i'm lost I, and I, I believe this is the truth. The greatest, the Spirit of God is the treasure. And it's like we need permission to break away from a mindset that says, here's where you're going to find it, or here's what it looks like. And, you know, we've been in, inundated with, with the messages that say, be able to take this holiday and then you'll truly experience life or have this degree of wealth and then you'll find life or have a wife like this or have a relationship like this or find a place to live like this or be a person like this and then you will find life. It's like we have to have permission to break away from that or, or once you have a backyard that feels this way and friends to fill it that act this way, then you'll enjoy life. It's like, no, if the presence of God is here, I have found the treasure of life. I need permission to put the greatest value on the Spirit of God and recognize and honor the gift that I've been given. And when I do that, everything changes. I know in our house, when the value and the emphasis and the weight and the, and the, and the significance is put on the Spirit of God, everything changes. Everything changes. I'm not saying everything gets easy. I'm not saying everything gets enjoyable. I'm not saying every problem gets solved. I'm not saying the bank account miraculously fills with cash. It's not really like that. But it's like maybe this truly is the fountain of living water, the greatest thing, the treasure of our life that we have the Spirit of God. All right, I'm going to park it there. The Spirit of God is the treasure. Let's, let's jump into some groups have a chat about it. I'm sorry, it's not a profound message in any way, shape, or form is uh, all I got today. But it's, uh, it's what's working on my thinking 
And I feel like it's a permission I need to recalibrate and put the weight back on the place it deserves. And so, yeah, let's jump into a little fours or fives and just have a bit of a chat about this, uh, how, it, how it agitates us or, or what it looks like. What, what is the treasure of the spirit that we've found? And let's confess or testify to the value of it or uh, pressure test the wrestle that, that this is in, in reality as well. So, yeah, let's jump into some groups, have a bit of a chat about it, and uh, we'll pick back up. Awesome.